Father, thank you for this day, this day that we get to celebrate the resurrected Christ and to remember his incarnation, that he became just like us so that we could be made right with you. Thank you for the gift of Jesus Christ. In his name we pray. Amen. Okay, so tell me some things that you think of when you think of Christmas. Gifts, okay? What were you going to say, Seth? Jesus? Okay. Hark the Herald Angels Sing? Can we just include all Christmas carols? <laughs> what else? Turkey? Jesus' birth? You might think of a tree. Who has a Christmas tree in their house? Okay. Well, so who is the uh, person who shows up? Santa Claus. Okay. Okay. Now, here's my next question. Okay, so those are some of the things that we think of when we think of Christmas, right? Here's my next question. Did you know that I used to really, really not like Christmas? And I believed that as a Christian father, as a Christian husband, that I should not celebrate Christmas. I believed that it was my duty as a father, my duty as a husband, not to celebrate Christmas. Now, does that sound weird? (laughs) Screwed. (laughs) So how many people know... Somebody that maybe was like me that used to believe that my Christian duty was not to celebrate Christmas, but changed. Or maybe somebody that even today feels very uncomfortable with the idea of Christians celebrating Christmas. Well, okay, the Grinch, but (laughs) I'm thinking more a relative, a neighbor, somebody that you know from the church. Because for a lot of people that are really serious about their faith, the question becomes, should we celebrate extra days other than what's the greatest day of all? The greatest day of all is the Lord's Day. That's what we celebrate every week is we celebrate the day that Jesus rose from the dead. So should we celebrate other days too? Or is the Lord's Day enough? (laughs) 
So, believe it or not, people have argued about that for a long, long time. Well, let me get there. (laughs) People have argued about that for a long, long time. Should we celebrate other holidays? Now, either you guys or your parents turn to John chapter 11 and read verse 22. John chapter 11 and verse 22. Isn't it? (laughs) Nope, 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 nope. I'm sorry. John chapter 10 and verse 22. That's why you should not look only at the top of your Bible page. (laughs) John chapter 10, 22. So what was the feast called that Jesus was at? The Feast of Dedication. Do you know another word for that? Do you know what that word is called today? Do you know what the celebration is called? It's Hanukkah. Now, does anybody know how Hanukkah came to be a feast? You haven't heard the story about... Oh my goodness, it's a, it's a, it's a cool story. So, after the last book of the Old Testament was written, and before Jesus Christ came, was about 400 years. And during that 400 years... The Greeks conquered, and then the Romans conquered, so that when Jesus was born, Romans were the ones who were ruling. But when the Greeks conquered, how important do you think Jehovah God is to Israel? We've been reading about him in Exodus, right? How important is he? Are they willing to say, okay, we'll have Jehovah and Jupiter? No, because Jehovah says, I'm the only God. You can only follow after me. So the Greeks, and specifically Antiochus Epiphanes, decided that he was going to stop Jewish worship. Now, what have you heard in the sermons that is the most important part about getting back into God's presence? What happened to Adam and Eve when they sinned? What did God say? Right. So they could only come back through blood, right? There had to be blood. And so for the rituals, for the sacrifices to keep going, there was this special oil that was necessary to keep the lamps lit. We've been looking at those. 
So Antiochus Epiphanes poured out all of the oil and sacrificed a pig on God's altar. And the Jews were horrified. They said, this is, this is terrible. He has, he has ruined the worship for us. But supposedly, God miraculously caused one day supply of the oil to last for seven days. And that was God's miracle so that his worship could continue. And that's how the Feast of Hanukkah, Hanukkah, came about. That's why the Jewish people celebrate Hanukkah. It's the Feast of Lights. They light a menorah on every day. That's to remind them of the day that God miraculously kept the oil. So now here's my question. Is Hanukkah one of the feasts that is prescribed by God in his Bible? It's not, is it? What's Jesus doing on Hanukkah? Where is he? You just read it in the verse. He's at the temple. Jesus on Hanukkah is in the temple. That's what the verse said, right? Jesus was in the temple at the Feast of Dedication. Okay? So Jesus did not have a problem with being at the temple celebrating a quote-unquote man-made holiday. Now, how many of you have seen Christmas Carol? How many of you who maybe have studied, or maybe you guys might already know it, but how many of you know who Scrooge represents in the Christmas Carol? It's a group of people, a lot of whom we have on our book rack. Scrooge is Charles Dickens' characterization of Puritans. <laughs> because Scrooge works hard, Scrooge saves his money, Scrooge is not going to be frivolous with his money and give it away, the whole thing that we talk about, the Puritan work ethic. Do you remember when the guy says in the movie, maybe, I'm sure the Muppet movie has it as well. <laughs> when the guy says, oh, but there's so many poor, and the response is, are there not enough workhouses? So, Charles Dickens is criticizing what the Puritans understood to be charity. When someone loses all their money, what is the best thing you can do to help that person? When someone can't find a job, when someone is struggling to feed their family, what's the best thing you can do for that person? 
You can invite them over. Bring them a meal. Tell them about God. <laughs> Give them the money. Give them a job. <laughs> and that's something that the Puritans said, we're trying to help the poor by giving them jobs. And so they had these houses where anybody who needed to could work. Now, he got abused pretty badly because when you put put an idea together with sinful men, what happens? You get a sinful mess. <laughs> but that was their heart. That was their intention was to provide for the poor. So why do you think the Puritans didn't celebrate Christmas? What's the name? What does the name Christmas mean? Just break it apart. Christ's? It's right there in the word. Christ? Mass. Christ? Mass. The mass of Christ. Well, so, see, so you guys have grown up without all of this other uh, information, and you can be thankful that you have. The Roman Catholics believe that in the Mass, and that is what they call the Lord's Table, that in the Mass, Jesus is being sacrificed again. When I break his body, that bread becomes Jesus' body, and I'm breaking his body. And when I drink, when the adults drink the, the wine, that wine is his blood. And we are drinking the blood of Jesus. That's what is called the Christ Mass. And on December 24th, they celebrate the Christ Mass, usually at midnight. So anybody who's grown up Roman Catholic, that's, <laughs> that's a big deal, is Christmas Eve Mass. Uh, and, and that's a big thing for them. So the Puritans didn't like celebrating a Roman Catholic Mass. Now, here's where I changed my position. I understand them in their time, and I respect them in their time, and I respect the insights, and I respect the character, and I respect the reasons, and I think I have much more to learn from them than they do from me. But when we started, I asked you, what are the things you associate with Christmas? And what did I get? I got gifts, I got Jesus' birth, I got Christmas carols, turkey, a tree, Santa Claus... All of those things, I think we can take the same approach that Jesus did in John chapter 11. In John chapter 11, Jesus said, I'm going to celebrate God's goodness to my people, and he celebrated. So, that was my attempt to answer a question that I'm guessing most of you have never even had. But I'm thinking maybe some of the adults have had. <laughs> and 
as much as I love the Puritans, I think they were wrong on this one. And I think it, it's all. So here's another side note. I know we're running long. This is mostly for you adults who have endured this. Um, the man who invented Christmas is the story of how Charles Dickens wrote the Christmas Carol and how the Christmas Carol came to influence the entire Western understanding of Christmas. Everything we've got that we think is just Christmas around the world is not celebrated. It's not celebrated on the same day. It's not celebrated in the same manner. <laughs> uh, other cultures have very, very different celebrations, and ours is almost entirely Charles Dickens' beatific vision. <laughs> there you go. When you gone to Boxing Day was the big day. Uh, so there's all, all kinds of different ways. All right, let's close in prayer, and then you can have some Christmas cookies. Father, thank you for Jesus Christ, who is the light of the world. Uh, and on this day, as we celebrate both his incarnation and his resurrection, uh, we are thankful to you. In Christ's name, amen.